Do you ever get angry? Yeah, I do actually. I like to say I'm not an angry person, but I'm not angry a lot. And then I have moments and weeks and days where <laughs> I'm just, everything shits me. Everything annoys me. And I just want to load on someone. What about you, Ellen? <laughs> yeah, more often than you, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. You do get angrier. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome everybody. <laughs> Hello everybody, it's Mandy Nolan. Ellen Briggs, um, We're Women Like Us. This is our final episode in our Seven Deadly Sins. I know, we've run out of deadly sins, which is such a shame because <laughs> we could have had so many more We sins. could make some more up. But yeah, we could. Mm. Um, we've done, you know, all the big eating ones, you know, there's, there's all those kind of old-fashioned sins like gluttony and and, and lust and stuff mm, like that. But pride. there should be a sin now for posting... Maybe too many, too many selfies on Facebook. Yep. I'm definitely guilty of that one. Too many dog photos. Yeah, Ellen, that, that's guilty a sin. of that. <laughs> I don't know what you call that. It's like it's like no, I've got narcissism. K nine narcissism. Like, you got like some transference. Yeah, and people are transferring. Do you know what it is? What? I've got nothing else in my life at the moment. Oh, that's it's all I've got to take photos that? of. That and my lawn. Oh, that could be a sin. Sadness. <laughs> sad. It's not really a sin to be sad, Ellen. That's lovely. The, the lawn Simple. and the dog. Yeah, and I even took a picture of a flower yesterday. I was walking <sighs> in town and I said, it was a pretty amazing flower. Hey, do you know what a passion fruit flower looks like? Yeah, the tr- trumpety looking with the weird... It's like three layers of three different flowers all moulded together. Mm. I couldn't believe it. I even this woman walked past, I was taking photos, and I was like, look at this flower. Have you ever seen a flower like that? What'd she say? Nothing. She tried to avoid me. She goes, oh, my God, that woman's losing it on a passion fruit flower. She must have taken some ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. I was outside the cop shop too. Oh, she was going That's where it is. Full on. Isn't that – imagine being the sad little passion fruit vine outside the cop shop. Trying to flower onto that little area where the seedy people gather. Yeah, on uh, on um, court day. It's very How seedy. funny is court day in our town? Oh, court day! All the dudes have got out. They've been to Lowe's. They've oh, got their cheap suits. <laughs> really, something. There's a bit of wrath. We do get a bit of wrath. It's funny, isn't it? I'll tell you the one place you see the wrath or the wrath where we live in Mullumbimby, and it's weird because we're probably known as one of the most laid back. It's a mm. stoner town, right? Mm. Driving. On the road. Oh. God, they drive angry here. Yeah, they do. Maybe they're just yelling at me, but... Uh, I think you probably cop a lot of it. Yeah, I can imagine. But you've got to drive. There's a lot of angry. People don't, you know, it's all peace and love until they get in the car. Mm. Oh, if you don't indicate... In the car park in Woolies. Oh, yeah, and if you look like you're taking too long. Yeah. Oh, people people act like they've got something to do. You live in Mullumbimby, dickhead. You've got nothing really that what, – what have you got to do? Go to another 5G rally? Just strap yourself in and relax. Yeah. I don't, I don't get road rage. I don't, I don't understand it. I do a little bit, but I would never take it to the point that the person knows I'm angry. I just say it to myself. Right. You know what really shits me when I'm driving? This is probably one of the things. If I do something nice for someone and they don't give me the little wave. Yeah. So I'd, I go – no, no, you come in, you come in, and then if they don't give me the rage, I go, fucking good on you, dickhead. Yeah, isn't and it? I, it's I, terrible. Yeah, I was nice to you. Where's my, where's my wave? Where's my payoff? There's your wrath. Yeah. Wrath on the lack of wave. That's a little one. That's from a deep sense of lack of recognition, I think. You need to be recognised <laughs> for doing something nice while driving. You know what I hate is when you're driving and you know that there's this thing, you, when someone's in a kind of a lane where 
you know, the, the merging is really slow because of traffic. You let one car in. You know, one car lets one car in. It's the unwritten rule. One car, one car. Merge like a zipper. Yeah, exactly. But no, they don't. No, they don't. And they don't look at you. So they yeah. can just not let you in. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, you know, all the people that drive up the disappearing left lane right to the end yeah. to get in ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, I won't let them merge. The overtaking ones. Oh. Do you run them off the road? I'd like to, yeah. <laughs> and I did say I don't get angry driving. I, just get, I get annoyed <laughs> by people being dicks like that. Yeah. Um, you don't come across as an angry person. Don't I? No. No, you you things that you kind of tolerate would send me into a frenzy of... Well, what makes you angry? Pretty much everything. What? What about... I'm an angry person, you know what I did am. You get, what did you get angry about today? Uh, I got angry because my son said he thinks there's a mouse under his bed and so I I had to pull everything out from under his bed while he kind of just sat there going, well, you know, what do you want me to do? Right. That made me angry. Yeah, because he's, he's 19. Being a fuckhead. Yeah, and that makes you angry because there's yeah. a mouse and the mouse is your responsibility. Yeah, all of a sudden... Because you are a mouse remover. And evidently I have the only Jack Russell in the world who's not hardwired to find the mouse and kill it. Everyone goes, they're good ratters, aren't they? And I go, apparently not this one. Yeah, not into mice. I was shoving him under the bed and he was straight out. I'm not right. going in there, there's a mouse under there. <laughs> oh, that would make, that would be annoying. Yeah, so that made me a little bit angry. Um, no, other than that, I didn't really, didn't really get angry. Haven't got angry today yet, really angry. Like, do you, what do you do when you're angry, though? Do you punch stuff? Do you yell no. at stuff? Do you? What do you do? Yeah, how, yell, does, how do you manifest I, it? Well, me, as you know, I'm a bit of a push things down. So right. it just gets into me and then I end up with sore shoulders. So how neck. long does it cook for? Like, if you've got a bit of rage Depends going. Depends on what it is. Someone, but I can hold a grudge for a long time. If someone makes me angry, I can be angry for years. Years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, do listen to the language, Ellen. If someone makes me angry, that's yeah, kind of cute, it's isn't their it? fault. Yeah, that's part of it. Like, you made me angry. See what you made me that's do. That's terrible. That's that real Hold it. it's horrible, violence isn't it? perpetrator, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, Ellen's a pup. <laughs> I always knew she had it in her. Um, yeah, it, I, don't it know. I can. I don't know. There's a difference between, I mean, wrath is like severe anger, you know, oh, it is, like because, violent yeah. anger and hatred. Do you really yeah. hate, like, do you really hate someone? Do you have real no. hatred for someone? No. Donald Trump? No. Really? Not even Donald Trump because he's so pathetic mm. in, in his way that you kind of go, I don't know. I find it really hard to hate anyone. Like, I don't have a very wrathy nature. It's not no, you wrathy. Don't. Even people, it's just not, you sort of go, oh, yeah, he's not a cool I admire that dude, in you, actually. Yeah. I don't want to go and cause revenge. Ralph has revenge in it, like mm. that whole idea of getting back at someone mm. and punishing them by doing something mean is a fun, really Great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I just feel really bad. Like I feel like the bad person, like the whole kind of, you know, I'd rather be the one that's suffering than the one that's inflicting you know what I mean? I feel better. Mm, that's very nice that. of you. That's sort of nice, but I just just feel bad doing that. I have the ongoing thing with the farmer. Yeah, yeah. Might want to tell people about the farmer. Yeah. So there's a there's a farmer who had just cattle on the property next to mine, and he had a horse. Have I told this story in another one? I don't think I have. Um, <laughs> that's he, another sin. 
<laughs> you tell a story Dementia. a couple of times. <laughs> On the you same podcast, remember. that's terrible. Um, he had a horse that he just basically dumped in a paddock mm. next to mine. So, of course, I start looking after it because I do love the animals. Don't often get angry at animals. They yeah, don't make good. you angry, do they? Um, anyway, he... So I looked after this horse pretty much for three or four years and then one day I came home and him and this other guy were trying to force this horse into a horse float and they were hitting it with a piece of poly pipe. Oh. And I said to my husband, Alex, fuck, do you see what's going on down there? And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to do. And I went, oh, I fucking know what to do. And funnily enough, I had to put a bra on before I went down there. <laughs> what's that? Why did you have to put a bra I on? I just don't feel I, – I didn't feel like I could be really angry at two dudes with boobs swinging around. Huh. I thought if I'm going I'm... to have to go down there and fight hard – I need protection. I need my boobs locked up. Yeah, you put the girls away because <laughs> they might make you maternal and soft. You might want to breastfeed them to nurture don't them know. halfway through the altercation. I don't know. But anyway. If they're strapped down, you're ready for I'm ready. business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. Xena. Yeah, warrior woman. <laughs> I wonder if they saw you coming and he went, oh, no, is that... Oh, they would have seen me coming. I drove down the hill like a maniac. It's that fucking Briggs woman and... putting her nose in everything. <laughs> and I did the big, like Starsky and Hutch, yeah. right into the middle of their cars, got out of the car and I just lost it. And I said some really shitty things. What would you say? Well, one of the things was his daughter had been a, a showgirl, which... So for those who were, who were listening, she wasn't like a showgirl as in on a pole, one of those no, no, showgirls. No. So it's part of, yeah, show, it's, yeah, it's the Agricultural Society showgirl. So it's really to raise women's profile in the agricultural um I don't know if you know when you world. said that, after you're talking about bras, when you said raise profile, you held your hands in <laughs> like, front of your breasts, cupped and like lifted them up. That was a really that's interesting. That's what the showgirls are for. They all wear their, and they, I imagine they all wear bras. Well, they're young. A lot of them probably don't have to. Oh, they would though. Yeah. Be a showgirl thing. Yeah. Anyway, so I I hosted those for for many years, and one of one of the questions I always asked was, "Who do you look up to? Who do you admire in your life?" And inevitably, all of the girls would say, "Oh, my mum, or my dad, or my nan," and they would tell a nice story about yep. how resilient these people were. And this particular girl <laughs> said, <laughs> "Neil Farquhar," <laughs> like. <laughs> Which wasn't her dad it's the, or her it mum. The, the retired vet. It was the retired vet in our town. And I went, wow. And her parents were there. Wow. Yeah. And they heard everyone else say, They heard say, everyone else say, my mum, my, my father, my mum, my dad. My yeah, mom, my yeah. dad. So I said to him, even your own daughter thinks you're a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought that up, which was not good. So how did he – I'm interested in how he responded. He didn't like, respond at all. He's a dude that just – um. He, he kind of said, it's fine, it's all right, you know, and then in the end he just went, this is not, it's not your business and just kind of let me abuse him. The other guy got, the other guy who I didn't even know, he got a bit sort of angrier at me and I, I mean, it was just a frenzy on my behalf. Yeah. Then I got in the car and after I really let him have it and I realised I had parked like really, it was going to be really hard for me to get out, like there's a oh, big no. ditch where I would have reversed and so I had to get him to wave me out. Oh, <laughs> like that's... I said, you fucking get behind my car and tell me how I can get out of here. And so he's doing it. Like, oh, he's like I keep going, out. keep going. I think he was just glad for me to go. Oh, that's so funny. But that was pretty funny. But if it... he was really re- revengey and if he had the wrath, 
He doesn't even, have the right. Even though he was nasty to the horse, which is a whole yeah. other thing about yeah. being cruel, which is different. Actually, it's funny how cruelty is not in this, is it? Like that's cruel and that's, yeah. that's not in the sins. But anyway, yeah. he could have made you reverse into something. I know. Which into would have, the ditch. Into the ditch and then left you there. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been. That's what I would have done. Yeah. He missed his chance. So oh. now when I see him, that was some years ago. That was probably four years ago, three yeah. years ago maybe. Every single time I go past him, I flip him the bird. Oh, every time? Every time. And what does he do? Nothing. He just doesn't he respond He doesn't even to look you. at me anymore. You've got to give him that though, haven't you? The fact that he doesn't respond, that he hasn't, hasn't started rumours about you. Have you heard anything he said to other people about no. you? No, just, I haven't. Well, nobody's probably going to tell me. Yeah. Oh, and one time when my mum when my mum was still alive and she was up here, we, he was coming towards us because this is on a small dirt road that I passed yeah. him on. And so you're going quite slow. And I said to him, oh, mum, I've got this funny thing with this farmer, you know. He, if, instead of waving, we flip each other the bird. And she goes, I'll do it too. I'll do it with both <laughs> hands. <laughs> and so my little old mum flips him a double bird. His eyes nearly popped out of his head that day. <laughs> and she goes, he didn't do it back. <laughs> I said, oh, I mustn't have seen us, Mum. Oh, that, that is was good. Snaky. That would have been very yeah, satisfying. That was but look, it, to the point where if I if I saw him because he works his cattle down there, if I saw him hurt or something, I'll probably help him. That's good. I like the fact you said probably. Mm. Like there's a chance on a bad day you might give him the finger. Depends and drive on off how the... hurt he is. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> if you drive off, it is a defence. Yeah, <laughs> to leave someone. Well, only if I hit him. Isn't oh, it? yeah. I don't think you're actually legally, if you see someone in distress, I don't think okay. legally you're supposed to leave them. Yeah. Oh, look, I I don't think you would. I don't think I would either. You know, even if you'd reversed over him. <laughs> reversed over him. I couldn't help it. He directed me into doing that. It's funny what you get angry about. I get, I, I found myself getting angry often around the kids and things that people might say to the kids or, or um, stuff at school, like things like that. Would, yeah, would make me angry. Not wrath. Like I would never. God, my favourite wrath story comes from um, a local high school here, and one of their canteen wards where, because um, we live in an area where there's there's kind of residents that have been here for a few generations, um, which see themselves as the old timers, and they you know it's part of a more traditional and usually more conservative. Um, kind of community and then of yeah. course because a lot of people have moved here from the city kind of tree changes sea changes and they bring with them often you know more new age or esoteric values often often more affluent not always but but sometimes but very different on the whole quite different value systems and quite polarized in views as as we know that's that's the structure of our town so a place where this really took off was in the um, high school canteen um, where the old, the the the, the new mums wanted to introduce sushi rolls, <laughs> and the other ones had had pies and, you know, all the shit food. Yeah. And the new mums were going, "Well, why are we feeding our kids this shit?" And they went, "Don't you come in this canteen, tell me this food is shit." And then as war erupted between the new food trend and the old, and they wouldn't do it until eventually. Someone sent someone a shit in the mail. <gasps> yeah. It really did get serious, but it a really... A human shit. A human shit. 
I'm not sure which side sent which side a shit, but I reckon if you can take a, a thing about it, like who would give a shit? I mean, who would give well, a shit about would? a canteen? Someone did give a shit. Yeah, a big shit. Well, when my kids were in primary school, we had a similar thing. I was on the PNC and specifically on the canteen committee. Yeah. Oh my god. And I reckon we had about three meetings over the use of a Teflon fry pan. Oh my god. Until in the end, I just went, I don't give a. I, I don't care. You know, like how can you care that much? I know. There's, there's how can you care? stuff that people go on and on about. And this particular person who was really going on about not doing it, her kid was the one who would come and just buy lollies. Right. So it was, you know, didn't have Teflon mm. but didn't mind a little bit of. Well, obviously she was giving him money going, you know, go and buy the good stuff that you can buy there. He was like, fuck that, them. buying lollies. No, exactly. Yeah, that sort of, I just never got that. That kind of um, to get that into your kids' lives is pretty is pretty full on. Yep. I did. Oh, hang on. Here's a good one <laughs> to get in the kids' lives. Oh, one time, um, my kids used to go to the skate park all the time. They were little yep. skater boys, and there was a particular family in town. Their boys went there all the time too, and there was an altercation between my son and and one of these boys. Mm-hmm. And as my son drove past their house, which was on the way to the skate park, the way they were going, the mum came out and grabbed my son. Now he's about How old was he? eight or nine. Wow. Oh, I know, probably probably older, probably older. You know, maybe eleven. Grabbed him by the arm, and like pull, pulled him off his skateboard and really revved into him. You know, and he came and found me. I was working for our Mullen Music Festival. Yeah. At the bowling club, and he came and found me and told me, and I lost my mind. And next time I saw her. I happened to be in the supermarket buying cheese and I yeah. had this big block of cheese in my hand <laughs> and she got right in my face, like wow, right really? in my face about my kid and how my kids are bullies and they bully everyone in town. And I just don't see them doing that. Well, of course, you never think your kids are going to do that. No. And I actually went on a little bit of a quest. I, I actually approached women who didn't know me personally. With the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> and and asked them. I said, "Can I know that your kids go to the skate park? Can you please find out if my kids are bullying kids out there? Because I'll fucking kick their ass." It turns out they weren't. These other kids were most of the time the issue. Kids are all kids can kids be dickheads. Go back and go. Yeah. They got the shits. They'll go. Sometimes that's dickheads. Yeah, me. of course. And then you go. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a shit of a kid. Anyway, she got in my face, and I just kind of said to her, "You you need to back off. You know, like you put your hands on my son." That is yeah. just not on. You, you know, whatever happened, it shouldn't have got to that. You sh- you you don't get to put your hands on my son. And she kept going on and on and really quietly in the middle of the supermarket <laughs> with this big block of cheese in my hand. I said, you need to back the fuck off or I'm going to smash this cheese into your face. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> and That's then I got into the car. Yeah, really quietly. Yeah. Then I got into the car and Alex goes, are you okay? And I go, well, I just threatened to smash my big block of cheese into someone's face. And he went, oh, my God. Oh, now we can't, that's just, that's yeah, now we can't go to that supermarket it's, anymore. It's funny that thing with that because I was thinking of that stroke because there are cases when you go like don't touch that kid. And I've got a friend that did that to someone to that someone's kid. Yeah. And, and I went and got in trouble for it, like got the police came. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like because, a slap. Well, yeah, like that. There, her little boy, who was about four or five at the time, had been in this neighbourhood, had been dacked and mm. humiliated. Like these kids, these older kids, these older boys used to do it all the time. Maybe they were seven and eight and stuff like that. So this friend of mine, who's pretty scary looking, she, when she wants to, when she's angry, mm. she picks this kid up. 
by the scruff basically and lifts him up to her face and she goes, if you touch my son again, I'm going to come back and fucking kill you. And she puts him down. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and he he wet himself. <laughs> no one. And the, the, the mother called the police. Yeah, right. And then she ended up with an assault charge on a oh, child. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty serious. Yeah, it's very and, serious. you know, that is that thing where you go, that, it, you know, it's not the best way to deal with it, but I can tell you what, that kid never touched her kid again. No, I bet. And, she's, and she also comes from, she's, she comes from a fierce family. She's a fierce woman. It's part of her culture as well is yeah. that she's, she's a warrior. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't fuck with her or her kids like yeah. that. She will fight like And I went, there is that line where I went, you know what, sometimes, I know it seems like a terrible thing to say, but I think sometimes kids actually need to have the shit frightened about them like that. because that's how, I, that's how it used to be dealt with, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, in, in the old days, in the old days, I mean, 30 years ago even, even a cop might, you know, kick a kid up the ass if he sees him doing something and go, you know, get home or I'll tell your parents. You know, yeah, you, you don't sort of, want like I'm certainly not condoning um, no violence. any sort of violence of that, but just kind of using that thing of actually having a bit of power, yeah, to actually go. You know, it's not actually because that's that thing where you go. That's not a real threat. That's an expression. She's yeah. clearly not going to kill him. Yeah, but she's threatening. She's going. I'm a scary. A, I'm a, a scary adult. And you know, I'm going to be your boogeyman if you don't get away from. You know, stop hurting this little kid. Yeah. It is, that's why it's really hard it's hard to deal with because in a sense, you know, we all know that those other kids, you go back and you run the resilience program with them and talk to them about how other kids feel and they just go, wait till you're outside because I'm going to give yeah. it to you again. Like it doesn't stop them. No, of course it doesn't. No, because it's, um, yeah. I guess threats aren't the best way but, you know. But, so, what, so what would make you angry? Like things around the house? Oh, look, when I come home from being away and... What will make me angry is stupid stuff like I'll go upstairs into the kitchen, everything's done except the kitchen door is wide open, the dishwasher's half unpacked and there's pot, clean pots and pans sitting on the stove because they never got put away. Like that yeah. shouldn't annoy you but it annoys me, like the bin's not out or something. Yeah. And I go, look, why wouldn't you just finish it? Why don't you just finish the job? That And I do get, that's a level of like I get irritated. Yeah. I, I remember once living in a share house and... We live with a bunch of women that live with this dude and just never did anything. It was just one of those real – he was in Canberra and he was just a real – oh, he's just one of those one of those dudes. I think he wore a suit and he had, you know, he had the black hair with the side part and the oh. sense. Like he was, a, he was a public servant. Yeah. And he really looked like one. He smelt like one. He acted like one. He had <laughs> what that. What they smell like? <laughs> Manila folders. <laughs> And then they, you know what? And they—that's what they. It was like living with a Manila folder. He had nothing bland. In, bland. But oh my god, did he think he was interesting? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he lived, and he had a crush on all of us, right? Like he had a chance. He even had a nice girlfriend. How on earth he got her? I don't know, because he was gross, right? And he was filthy. He was always having people over for dinner, and he was he getting around in his tiny shorts after work. Oh, he's just awful, and. <laughs> We got sick of cleaning up after him. And I said one day, let's, his name was David, and I said, let's just put all the dishes from last night in boxes and just put them on his bed. And and we did. And, oh, my God, oh. he was like, he was that angry. Like he, he was so, he couldn't speak. 
because he was so angry and we couldn't stop laughing because it was all in his room and he had to bring it out and then what you're gonna unpack it and wash it what he, and he washed them all but man he was really and angry did he change after that no but he was sort of resentful and harder uh. to live with and it was i'd moved in there's two other women there and i said i was a terrible just now i said why don't why don't we just move out and don't tell him <laughs> right so he comes home and there's no one here like You'd be left by a partner, but have you ever had three flatmates? Just fuck off. Like if there's ever a message that you're a dickhead, that's it. That's it. So we found this fabulous house. There's an old diplomat's residence on, um, I think it was on Forest Avenue, just around yeah. the corner for the Monica shops. It was like a 1950s. It was beautiful, two-story house. And we moved in and he came home and we weren't there. That was so mean. Oh, great. But I kind of enjoyed that. I have to admit I did enjoy that because he was – it was just annoying and pompous and, yeah. you know, just one of those sorts of men. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, so great just to leave him there going, what just happened? And none of us, had, like, we didn't give any notice. We just like, <laughs> we were just assholes. And he was left with a whole house. Like, That's yeah, brilliant. That was fun though. I did enjoy that. Yeah. So, yeah, what makes me angry that um, I do get angry at other petty things. I do get angry about people with their dogs in cafes that aren't on leashes that start fighting with other dogs under the other table like yeah i went out yesterday right i went so it doesn't make me rough like i'm not roughing no. to do it but i'm in a cafe and there's this dog and i can see it starts moving towards me and it's got that slightly cuckoo mm. look and i say to the people is that a safe dog because it's like it's coming at me does it want me to pat or is it what i'm trying to work yeah. out what the approach was and the two people go oh no no he's fine and the other woman went no he's not <gasps> and i went i'm trusting her yeah and i'm like if you've got a dog that bites Call people dog. put it on a lead it was on a lead but it was pulling at the lead oh. to get at me and i went and then I was, had my back and it just like barking at me and sniffing at me like must have oh. been about two feet from me. And I'm going, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to give that dog the pleasure. But if you've got a dog that's vicious, why do you take it out to a cafe? There's a lot of things people do with their dogs. Hey? Really weird. This morning I was walking and there was a outside a cafe, there was some chairs and there were people in the chairs and then there was a guy who'd obviously ridden his bike and he's seen his mates and gone, I'll stop and have a chat. And so he's on his bike on the kind of grass bit on the other side of the footpath, but his giant dog is laying across the footpath. And so I actually have to go around his dog and him on his bike and onto the road. Oh, that's rude. Like he, Yeah. Now why which, wouldn't you just get out of the way? And I just kind of went, thanks, mate. Yeah, that was really good. I was able to walk through in between you and your dog. Yeah, that's and not he cool. just you could just see them all like hipsters, you know, rolling their eyes at the old cranky woman with her stupid little dog. Yeah, there's, there's things like that that make you that's really. That's just that. That's just you know. He, there's no regard for other people. I get a bit angry. You've at got those to let go of hipstery that, places where, you know, I, I hate that they don't like chairs with a back on them. It's oh, like yeah. always. It's like it has to sit be uncomfortable on a box. You got to sit on the grass. You got to sit on the pavement facing yeah. the road. It's like, and I don't know, like I just never understand. Like, have you heard about this thing called a chair? Like, they're really comfortable yeah. and you can get some with backs on them <laughs> that aren't made out of unsanded uh, pine. Yeah, uh, yeah. old pallets. Old pallets that rips into you. I have sat on them and it was about four splinters in my ass every time. They're like, really uncomfortable, aren't they? I don't I get it either. I don't, I don't get it either. And like, they're the same places that have, instead of having actual sugar to put in your coffee, it's like the dirt that the sugar cane was grown in. Oh, really? It's just like this 
Oh, that's I guess gross. it's the most unrefined sugar you can, but it's disgusting. Yeah. You just go, I'm not putting no. that anywhere. Like, I don't have sugar anymore, but no. you know. Yeah, sometimes. And you just know kids silly. have had their fingers in it. Oh, yeah, you see. When, you know when people let their kids play with the honey? Oh, yeah. At the table and you see the kids sucking on yeah. it? Yeah. And I'm like, that Ugh. is manky. I've seen a kid, yeah, drinking out of one of the water bottles that they bring and put <sighs> on the table and people let them do it. I know. Well, yeah, you do sometimes look around and go, what the hell? Um, so that can – I wouldn't say I was – I wouldn't have a high degree of, of, of no, wrath yeah. over that. That would just make me – but. Sick and um, never go back. Yeah. I don't mind the way – like I've got a thing. I like – I love kids in public and I have no problem with them doing whatever, but I'm like if you're in a cafe, it's, it's like – I know it sounds really odd, like real cranky, but don't go running – like running around. Yeah. It's like it just – it's there's a park or go to the pavement, yeah. whatever, but when you see kids bolting through cafes yeah, and spreading Yeah, this is the time like, to sit. You kind of go, this is – it's when you've got to train them up. Yeah. You know, all right. we, Alex and I always, you know, we took our kids out all mm. the time. I remember one time we we're at one of the local pubs here and we'd taken, you know, colouring books for our kids, whatever. And there was a couple there having their dinner. You know, they had a bottle of wine and they had a little boy. And he obviously saw what my kids are doing. He comes over and, like, you know, pushes in right next to me at the table and he's sticking his little festy head in there, getting, <laughs> you know. And I was like, off you go, go on, go back to your mum and dad, go on, off you go, this is not your table, go, go on, off you go. And Alex looked at me and went, Alan, he's a little kid. And I said, I don't give a fuck, he's not our little kid. You know, look at his parents, they're over there going, how good is this, our festy kids fucked off to that table. So take nothing, that's the thing, that's that yeah. thing and just outsource your childcare yeah. to someone else who's got twins who's yeah. trying to have a night yeah, yeah. out. And you, so that... Yeah, I'm not very tolerant with that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's understandable. There's other um, – I'm trying to think of things that make me really angry. Um, I just being don't... told what to do by yeah, men. Yeah, you don't like that, do no. you? men telling me what men to especially. do. Men especially. Always men. I don't mm. mind advice on things if I've asked for it, but that kind of – I don't like that kind of patern- – that, that thing that some men get that – I know better than you. Yeah. Oh, that that really gets me. Like I start to get like a bit of an unhinged rage then. Yeah. Like, fuck off, fuck you. Like you really don't sound I great. get that. I get that on – well, you would get it on social media too, right? Yeah. I get it on Twitter in particular. If I say anything about MotoGP, yeah. you know, if I, say, if, if I say anything about that, I get people – the best one was a dude saying, um, stick to the washing up, love, and leave the racing to the boys. Oh, like really? It's really so. Like, why would you even say yeah, that? Yeah, like he must have sat there because you got to choose. You know, I mean, someone's you, thought about that. He's typed well, I'm it. I'm going to say just something. Said it. I reckon that shook. She just the washing. Oh, who's yeah. like, he's, he's actually had to. That out of all the words he could have I used know. in the world, I know. He chose that. I know. Yeah. Trying to demean us with what we're good at, like yeah. the washing up. Yeah. But yeah, you do get a bit of you do. Are we hardwired to be like that? Are men hardwired to be like that? Just to go, well, she needs my opinion. Yeah, I'll give her my opinion. It, I, I wouldn't think so, but I guess we've been gender typed that we end up doing that because it's just so de- it's depressing and it's it's horrible. Like nobody wants yeah to be diminished, mm. to be diminished and pat be patronised. Patronised. That's what really gets to you. Like you feel patronised. It makes you yeah. feel. You're chided. It's that it's that paternalistic thing where you are treated like a child. Yeah. And you're an adult, and it can sometimes can make you so angry. You're like, I remember having a fight with someone at a dinner party, 
I was sitting around. I probably was only 18 or something. I was at uni now. And I was out with an older group of university students. They're probably third-year students and they did politics and law and whatever. And I was just a first-year undergrad art student. And um, they all started talking and the guys were talking about, you know, one guy was going on and on. He was kind of the ringleader. But he was talking about, you know, he was ridiculing the whole idea of this is like in the mid-'80s maybe. Mm feminism and how feminists had, you know, kind of, mm. you know, blah, blah. It was just it was just one of those blah, same blah, old same old stuff you hear about feminism and how irrelevant it is that, you know, it's whatever. Don't and, need it. Right. And I'm getting so angry. And, and the women there are agreeing with him and it was making me. <gasps> that would so, make And me I was angry. a bit drunk. So I just started abusing and I couldn't speak. Like I, now I could actually probably have a coherent. Yeah argument and actually say my pace but then I was just like fuck you fucking <laughs> asshole like and I'm crying oh, and no. like and like kind of, I just burst into tears I was so angry it's like so angry I was like and I just threw I just threw my drink across the table and I stormed it was in a restaurant I stormed off into the bathroom and sat in there and cried for a while and then left oh no and the next day I was going I was so embarrassed I was embarrassed not that I was angry was that I just felt like I reinforced everything that that arrogant prick thought about women, yeah. how hopeless and useless. And yeah, how he would have just gone yeah, childish. point in case. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Case, like that what is it, case fu- in yeah, point? Yeah, that, that fury when you're so frustrated. That, do you remember being a kid and being that oh, angry? Oh, that fury frustrated. that you cry. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's hard to deal with where you get. It took me a long time not to cry when I got angry. Yeah. Because it's not good being angry and being powerful and then starting to cry. Yeah. Like it really yeah. takes away the yeah. scary rough. Yeah. Like um I, I get if if I get angry in the in the family sense, like with my family, I go real quiet. Right, like, you go. It pulls in. Yeah. It's like the eye of the storm, you know, it's still like Yeah. You know how when the sea goes back because yeah. there's a big wave coming and you yeah. go, Wow, something's happened. Let's go yeah, down to the, the shore and have a look. Smash <laughs> It comes Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. So my family know if I've gone really quiet. I do remember one time one of the kids, I didn't let my kids get away with very much at all. It was very strict on how they spoke to us. And one time one of them got up from the table and, you know, went into his room and slammed the door. And I nearly tipped the table over to get to him. Ah, yeah, yeah that's go, it. Right. You do not behave like that in this house. I turned into like a 1950s Oh, you do when father. you do that. <laughs> I'll put my belt off and fucking strap oh, you. The angriest I've ever been, ever, with the kids, and really with anyone, was when Sophia was doing, my middle child was doing HSC, and it was the morning of her trials, and she smoked pot. I remember this. It was terrible, mm. and she'd been smoking pot all weekend, and the boyfriend stayed over, and he was lying in bed, and she woke up. She was supposed to do all her assignments, and she woke up, and she goes, I'm going to drop out. Mm. And we'd spoken about that earlier. And I said, if you want to commit, I'll fully support you. Just do it. But if you're, going, if you're not going to take it seriously, don't do year 11 and 12. I'm not going to make you do it. But yeah. you, you decide, and this is your decision. So it was like she decided, and she was like six weeks away, not yeah. even that. And she decides to drop out. And I just went nuts. I just went in there and I'm like, and I was, I was just, I've never been so verbally abusive. I was like, get out of bed, you little cunt. Like I called her a cunt. I've never, I would never, like I couldn't stop myself. And I was just, and she was terrified. Like she got out of bed because then I was, she had her in the shower and I was just like, I had my teeth gritted and I went, you fucking idiot. And I was just 
It was it was so terrible. I remember and the, you telling me and you were so upset about it. I was so upset. I was crying and he's screaming and and I and he went to say something, the boyfriend, I went, You shut the fuck up, you like worm or something. <laughs> like and he was just like full I've never been that angry. Like I can't even believe he stayed there. I don't think he was too scared to move. He, he just probably didn't have a car. Yeah, I think he just sat there quivering. Yeah. And he um and then I ring my ex husband and started crying and say, You better come over here and take her because I cannot get in a car like this. This is, you know. So he got to be the rescuer and I rang the school, still bawling, and they said, don't worry, Mandy, just get her to school. We'll take her straight in to their exams and then we'll sit with her till she's finished her assignments, which they did and they all got through. And, you know, in the end she said, oh, Mum, thanks so much because if you hadn't done that, she wouldn't have. She and if you, don't, if you don't sit those trials, that's it. Mm. Like you don't get mm. another chance at it. And she would have missed out on all that great stuff she had with all her friends in a peer group, which would yeah. have been. She would have been so sad. But I was not proud of myself. Like, and I was. It took so much out of me to be that angry that I literally, for one, I wasn't depressed for a week. Like I could yeah. barely. I hated myself. I was so – felt like a, a child abuser, like calling a kid a cunt. Like that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah. But on the other hand, I went – but – It worked. I got her over the line, but I don't think my method – I don't think it was great. It's but probably not going in the parenting book. It's not going in the parenting <laughs> book. No one would ever recommend it, but you know when this time – like that's when I, I was ferocious. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm a big woman. I'm six foot tall and I'm not, you know, a wilting yeah. violet. So if I rear up at you and I give it to you, I scared myself. Yeah. I was scared of who I could become. Like I went, wow, imagine if I was like this all the time. Yeah. Horrible. I remember when you told me you had a big fight with a guy in town, one of the publicans at the pub. Oh, that's right. And you got really angry at him. He would have been terrified of you. Yeah, because he was real short. Yeah, and he was being a real He's fought, dead yeah, shit, he? has been a real he? dead shit to me and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, you know, I asked if he could help get the light and sound sorted and... He wouldn't come out from behind the bar because he couldn't be fucked doing yeah. it. And I'm like, we've got people here. He goes, well, if you're that professional, why do you need it? If you're so good, you've done it for years. And he's had that thing. Yeah. You know when people patronise you and their head goes side yeah, to side? Yeah. Like, diddy, 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 la 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 like that to me. And I was just like going, I was just, I had his number. It's interesting now. We did have a big fight and you could see, in the end, he ended up saying something like, um, he said to someone else about the fight that he said he wasn't into women like me. Yeah. And I'm like, I wasn't coming up here to fuck you. Yeah. I'm coming working. up here to get your sound and light sorted, mate. But, you know, I have to say, I was nothing except, except it was funny going back in there and you could see he, whenever I walked in to get something at the bottle shop, he would disappear. Yeah. Like he was too. And eventually I, I would like to I'd look and I'd go, is he on? And people go, you're not going to go in there. I went, oh, no, I like going in when yeah. he's there. <laughs> Because I like him squirm. squirm. And then if he, he had to serve me, I would just use his name and go, hello, how yeah. are you? And he'd have to. And eventually it wore him down and, you know, we're hardly friendly, but it's kind yeah. of in the past. I kind of quite yeah. enjoyed that. I enjoy, You know, it's that weird thing after the confrontation. How do you manage in a small town, for instance? Yeah. That. And it's quite interesting. There's a few ways you can ignore them. You can um, flip them the bird. Flip them the bird. Keep it going. <laughs> Or you can go, yeah, well, that's the past. We'll just move on because it, yeah. it's interesting. It's not good for me moving on. It's not. It's <laughs> not kind of not in going, my DNA. Because I'm not a mover on her. <laughs> but you can because you still get to extract a little bit of revenge in the moving on. Yeah. Like you've set the line. You drew a line in the sand. Yeah. Well, I had one I had one recently, as you well know, yeah. 
a guy who was kind of kind of said shitty things to me over a period of years and I've always let them go past and he got me at a particularly bad time in his workplace so he really had this position of power I was a customer there were other customers around other work people and he just had another couple of goes at me and I I'm, I'm a fan of flipping the bird because I gave it yeah. to him too right in his face like nearly actually touched <laughs> his such face a funny thing to flip it is the such bird a funny hey thing. guess what yeah I'm angry watch <laughs> middle finger hey take that I know but it's pretty good it's pretty good isn't it feels good look it was in lieu of punching him in the face yeah because I would never do that, I don't think. But I got close to him and went, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, and stormed out. And then I sat on it for a while and it really made me feel uncomfortable. And so I got his number of a friend and actually texted him with, fuck a, you. with no. a very long response <laughs> about why it was completely inappropriate and how he will treat me in the future. Oh, that's good. So you set a new... Yeah, you and I did a have thing. a little jibe at him because where he works is a real shithole yeah and i said to him i thought about going to your manager about the way you spoke to me but i figured if you work there you must really need that job (laughs) (laughs) so even though i was saying to him hey i want this to be over I had to have that that little dig in. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to get the dig. Yeah, I haven't seen him since that. He he responded and he apologised. I was just joking. Um, He wasn't just joking. It's been going for years. But anyway, that was the last time I got really angry. Yeah, it is. It I'm going to try better. I'm going to try. Not well, we to. All... You know what the punishment is? For what? Us? What is that? Being um, dismembered while you're alive. Yeah. It's probably the worst punishment. That's horrible. Like arm off, finger off. Mm. Leg, dick. Oh, that's... Head. Wow. That's not head. If your head no, comes head's off, not a member. Yeah, head's not a but And you're not going to feel the rest. No. Probably. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's a good... I think we're done. I think we, we are you know, done. Funnily enough, we've ended on the one that we thought would be a really good one, but neither of us really... I'm definitely a, a much more volatile person than you. But we don't go around... We don't we're have, not vengeance. Oh, we, like haven't, we haven't rammed our car into anyone else's never, car. Never, and I've never or, written you a slut. No. On anyone's door or anything. I've known the people best, to do shit oh, like that. What about when we first moved here... Um, there was a doctor. I better not say his name, even though it was all it was all true. But let's say his name was Peter Smith. And mm. on this big brick wall, there was spray painted, "Doctor Peter Smith fucked my wife." <laughs> See that? And he was like the like, and I was like, "That oh. is good graffiti." And I went, "I ain't want to know <laughs> what's going, his number." I'm going to that doctor. <laughs> That's kind of yeah, interesting. That was pretty good graffiti. No, I've never kind of taken my. Revenge on anyone like that. I don't. Oh, I just think, no, but once you ta- once ever. you take that next step, it goes psycho. Yeah. It's, yes. It's the bunny boiler. Yeah. You know the kind of <laughs> you know, I've known people to do some pretty hideous things, and you know the worst thing I've had girlfriends tell me of things they've done to get vengeance back on some dude or to punish some other woman for having an affair with their partner or something, and they tell you like. You're going to say that's great. Yeah, well done. And, and you're you sitting go, there going, oh. oh, I'm really questioning why I'm friends with you. Like you start mm. getting that little, the red flag goes up going, you are dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. it's not cool. Yeah. To exact. And sometimes people have to really think about what they've done. Like they have to plan it. Yeah. They have to plan a proper. That would be part of the fun, wouldn't it? Planning it. Oh, just be awesome. I would never do it. I would never do it. I can't be, I wouldn't be bothered. But even as a young person, I've never did anything like that either. No, I know. You just wouldn't do it. No. I just couldn't be, nothing, mate, nothing's worth 
knowing someone. Like, do you no. want someone to suffer? So when you go, I'm going to make you suffer. Yeah, that's that psychopathic behavior. It is really hard. And it, it's a personality trait. Some people are more into vengeance mm. than others. They want to exact. Mm. Um, I had a partner once who was really like that and he would like – if you did anything to him in a fight, he'd have to one-up it. Like uh. he'd go and grab something I'd been painting and smash it. Like he wanted yeah. to wanted to make me – and I hadn't done anything to him except, you know, not giving him money or something or yeah. done something. But he'd want to hurt me by upping the ante on the – that's yeah. just nasty. Yeah. But his mother used to do it too. Like we had a – Oh, so it was learned behaviour. Yeah. Him. What the weirdest thing we had this – you know, we – we, we, she was going to buy us a car and something happened in the family. It never happened. And she sent down, she sent a like a letter with a picture of the car ripped out of the newspaper with the brand new and she went, this was going to be yours. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I lived for a while with some pretty roughy yeah. people. Yeah, you're not They wrong. were really, really roughy. And it was all over punishing each other by being, you know, mm. by, by showing someone something. And then they'd get shocked when someone did it to them. And you're going, no one in that entire family ever realised that the mirrored behaviour. Yeah, no yeah, one realised yeah. that because everyone felt like they were the right one. Yeah, yeah. It and it often comes with money, doesn't it? Yeah, money and privilege. Money really makes and people do Yeah, it was like living an episode things. of The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. Because you're going, well... Maybe this is why this is happening because you did that, and yeah. they're like, "No, yeah, that was that was there was a lot of wrath in there." The wrath family. Yeah, it was the wrath. All right. Well, I think we're done, and we're done on the seven deadly sins. Sins are done. We've, we've tidied up. The sins are good. Yeah, the sins are good. We've told everybody. Um, we got, I feel like I've got no sins left. No. I reckon I have we've to confessed. We've confessed a lot. You <gasps> see, you didn't grow up. Confessing. Oh, I love confession. No. Do you know what I've got I at home? I grew up lying and hiding. Did you? So I love <laughs> confession. And what I've got at home, what mum's, she's got, I've said when you die I have to have it, is mum got the two confessional chairs really? out, of the, out of the local church and she redid them. And they're, they're probably 150, oh, wow. 200 years old. They're really, really old, beautiful, hand-carved with all this embossed. They're all both just wood with all floral kind of wood yeah. prints through it. But you can see the bum mark oh. has actually worn down and all that suffering and guilt in those chairs. I went, oh, man. I just all love sitting in them and think about one chair was for the compassion and forgiveness and I imagine it was just not paying attention. And the other chair was the chair of the storyteller, the person racked with guilt because oh. that was the con- person confessing. Right, and the other one was the priest. Yeah, yeah. the priest chair and the other chair. That's amazing. I know. So I love those two chairs because they're really like, – they've got heavy energy. Yeah. And I went, oh, I've always looked at them going – Did you ever do a confession? God, yeah. Oh, Heaps. yeah. Okay. yeah, oh, yeah. You have to. Is it yeah. like a thing? You go, bless me, Father, I have seen it. It's been however long, like six weeks since my last confession. And Mandy, what, what have you done? I was mean to my brother. You know, I told my mum to fuck off and I didn't do my homework. That's good. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you very much. Can you now go back and we'll do six Hail Marys and you get a penance. Like and you then you're act- right. Yeah. So you, oh. get, you, you go and do your penance and you're all good. Oh. You're done. It's like cleaned up, done. It's not really a big punishment, is it? Well, they can't. What are they going to do? Like mm. they're going to tell you to do something, but they, you have to go and do this kind of praying Boring for your soul. Boring shit. 
then you're good to go. Yeah. Which is very good. It really does. It's a good cleanse. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so you let go of it. You don't hang on to it like me. See, maybe if I had a little box, I yeah. could go and sit in and just tell someone. And talk about it. I remember one guy in our town used to go in there and tell because Apparently he was thought he was a chronic masturbator and he thought it was... <laughs> When I look at those chairs, all I think about the chronic masturbator would have been talking about, and then I can't stop pleasuring myself. <laughs> Ew. And the priest would have been going, Sophie. Me neither. I <laughs> know, oh, like, Sophie, you're better. Sophie. I need you to do five. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. It's your, I just, Oh, yeah, that's that. gross. All right. Well, that's it. That's We've done our seven deadly sins. So next week, something new from yes. us. Yeah. We are. We've been talking um, actually completely different this time. We've been talking with Dr. Caroline West and working in conjunction with the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine about um, their weight management program. And it seems weird because we, this is more serious. We sort of yeah. talk about as women in our 50s, about some of the issues um, and the, all the myths and the confusion around how we should be living to live a healthy life, what we should be doing, you know, throwing the diets out the window and looking at making good choices. Yeah, it's, it's good. You'll, I think you'll like it. And we've... It's called, it's called uh, setting... Setting the table. The table. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be a new one next week. So thanks for tuning in to our Seven Deadly Sins. It's been fun, hasn't it, Mandy? It has been. I've really enjoyed it. We've learned sinning. a lot about each other. I feel cleansed. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> um, we hope you're all well and we will be back next week. Sure will. With our new one, Setting the Table. Okay. See ya. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us and rate us wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic. It really makes a difference. We're not sure how it makes a difference, no. but it really does make a difference. It gets us out there well, apparently, even actually, more. I don't even have a clue how it makes a difference. No, but, you know. I don't know, but that's what they tell us to Who say. Who are these people that rate? <laughs> the podcast raters. <laughs> <laughs> We're produced by us with a lot of help from our wonderful fellow funny friend, Lindsay Webb. So thanks, Lindsay. And our original woman like us music is written and performed by Gian and Simon. So thanks to them. Thanks to them. We'll be back next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. We're, We're women, women like, like us. us. See ya. See ya.